Welcome to Rock Talks, a podcast designed to create community through conversation. Welcome to Rock Talks again. It's uh, excellent and awesome to be here again with all of you. Thanks for uh, tuning in for another uh, episode of Rock Talks. We uh, certainly have been blessed by being able to provide this content for our uh, our friends and our members and those of you who are listening all over podcast world, I guess. <laughs> Anyways, um, Pastor Chris is not with us today. He has uh, been somewhat busy the past few weeks, and, um, and so today we have another special uh, episode for you, and we have Nadyang hosting uh, a number of ladies today. So just really excited to have you back, Nadyang. Hi, Ken. Thanks for having me again. Awesome. Um, we, uh, we just wanted to give you a few updates. Some of you have heard, um, but we have heard from our financial VP. Um, I guess we call it a VP, financial, I don't know. I'm not sure what his title is, but well, let's call him VP. It sounds pretty uh, official. But Jeremy has informed us that um, the church, even through this coronavirus um, quarantine and us not meeting physically at church, um, as far as just everyone's generosity and giving has been astounding. And really our numbers in terms of tithe and giving and church building fund have actually been higher than last year's, which is shocking. Wow. I just, I don't know how that happens. I think that when you only have a, when you give your few fish and and bread, Mm. I guess God definitely does multiply it. Mm. Um, So that's just really, really, Mm. um, I mean, we're just so, uh, um, just, I guess, blessed by God's um, spirit of giving within everyone uh, at our church. So yeah, I just wanted to uh, let everybody know that and and also just let our members know how grateful we are for their spirit of generosity uh, and in giving back. So, um, well, without further ado, um, I think we can just jump right in into this, uh, this episode. Um, and I guess we can have Nadyong take it away and uh, introduce our guests. Great, thanks. I'm really excited to uh, host this interview today. Uh, my guests are Nadyong and Chungi Pak. Um, many of you know them probably already from church, Um, but uh, this is very special for me because um, these are two people that I can converse with um, happily and easily in both Korean and English, so we wanted to talk a little bit about the language of the Spirit today. So uh, to start us off, could you um, just give us a short bio about yourselves? Where were you born? You know, where'd you grow up? Hi, um, this is uh, Chungi talking first. Um, I was born in Korea, uh, Seoul, Korea, and I grew up there basically until I was freshman in college. And then, um, and then I came here to basically I meant to only study the language for one year and then go back and resume my college there, but didn't work out that way. <laughs> was that because you met Ken? Um, mm, 
not necessarily not in the beginning. I just uh, wanted to extend the, my studies and, and um, take regular classes as opposed to just ESL classes. Mm-hmm. And so I, I um, you know, started thinking ser- more seriously about graduating from college here. Um, and then, yeah, and then I met Ken, I think like three years after I came to America. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How about you, Nadi? Hi, this is Nadi An. Oh, I, uh, I, um, same as Jongi, I was born in, grew up and educated in uh, Seoul, Korea. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I worked uh, till 29, and Korea has big economic uh, crisis, mm-hmm. uh, which uh, called IMF. Mm-hmm. And I lost my job, and I was trying to get a job, but there's no a way to get a job so I decided to uh, uh, come uh, came to United States and also wanted to get a job and uh, wanted to get a uh, wanted to get a uh, uh, married that's why I'm here <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so did you find a job when you got here uh, yes uh, not uh, 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 like, uh, how can I say? Uh, uh, I studied and I work, uh, but not uh, uh, Oh, not legally, you mean? Not, uh-huh. Oh, I see. Uh-huh. Just like helping people out here and there. Mm-hmm. And you were a student too? Yes. At the time? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then. And then you met Danny? Yes. Uh-huh. I see. Oh. I see. So both of you were in California, right? Yes. At the time. Uh-huh. So how did you guys find your way here to Rock? And how um, long ago was that? Uh, I moved up to almost two and a half years ago mm-hmm. uh, because my husband found a new job up here in Washington. And we all moved. A uh, lot of uh, previous member who used to be upper room mm-hmm. uh, in uh, at California so there's no doubt to uh, choose to uh, rock church oh I see because you already knew a lot of friends right. that uh-huh. were here uh-huh. mm-hmm. so it was easy for you to transition yes to rock uh-huh. yeah and for you guys too Joey? Mm, so we we did move to um, Salem first from LA and we lived there almost 10 years and so for Several years we, we, we attended the Salem Church down there. But um, yeah, when we moved to Happy Valley, then we found, yeah, we, we also knew a lot of people from, from before, from school. And you guys lived in Salem for 10 years? Almost 10 years. Wow. Nine that and a half years. That is a long yeah. time. Mm-hmm. So before all of this quarantine s- started, <laughs> what were you guys doing? Um, on a day-to-day basis, what was what kept you occupied? Uh, I think most of the time I spent uh, cooking mm-hmm. and baking. Before the quarantine? Too? No, 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 I'm sorry. Uh, I thought uh, like the other way around. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, I worked uh, part-time uh, like uh, three times a week. Mm-hmm. And on the other day, I didn't work. Uh, I did not 
have work, I went to work with uh, friends, like neighbor friends. Mm-hmm. And we had lunch together, sometime tea time. And we just talk about uh, daily lives and sharing our concerns. And we talk about our kids. And sometimes we bake and we cook together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Maddie, I know you have kind of an interesting side job. Can you tell us a little bit of that? Uh, like, uh, as you guys go uh, Costco, there's uh, people who uh, like distribute uh, like food sample. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's my part-time job. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was thinking more about your travel related ah and i have two uh like seasonal job which is a summer job in alaska Mm -hmm. as a tour guide Mm -hmm. and winter job uh as a professional uh mc Mm -hmm. um uh, like a lot of uh, christmas party Mm -hmm. and uh like high school or uh, college uh, reunion Mm -hmm. um um, uh, amc right so these are reunions for uh schools in Korea uh-huh. that are having alumni gatherings uh-huh. and you are basically ma- master of ceremonies, right? Yes. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. That must be so, I, I'm very intrigued by that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I heard these are really large gatherings, like hundreds of people yeah. in a huge auditorium. Yeah. And, and, I, and I happen to know, so my aunt actually, um, when I first met Nadi, which was almost 10 years ago, probably, uh-huh. um, it, it was up in Seattle, and my aunt was living with us at the time, and they recognized each other because my aunt had gone to one of those alumni events where she was the MC, and she said she was so good and so funny. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I can only imagine. She's famous. Yes. Uh-huh. So how about you, Jungi? What were you? Um, so I, I too have a part-time job, two days, sometimes three, um, during the week, and then up until a couple of months ago, I had to drive kids. Um, Sydney wasn't driving um, yet, so I was busy driving the kids. Um, between Ryan going to one school and then the girls at PAA, you know, I drove a lot, and then. Um, I had, you know, a small group, um, a volunteer also, and then just, yeah, doing house, being a housewife and mom, volunteering at schools and stuff like that, yeah. And you also like to spend a lot of time outdoors, right? Yeah. <laughs> I know Jungi has yeah. a green, green, mm-hmm. green She's green thumb. Yes. <laughs> Maybe all of her big toes, too. Yeah. Um, so going back into uh, your upbringing again, what would you say is the spiritual background of of your childhood and upbringing? Was was um, God and religion and spirituality a big part of your family life? Um, were you taught about that, or was it just I don't know? What 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 do you think? Okay. So I was born into a very, um, very strict and conservative Adventist home. My uh, grand, my parents were kind of first generation Adventists, and um, just 
you know, that 70s Korea. They were very kind of like leather, letter of the law, very conservative and very strict. And, um, but my dad... Both, both of your parents. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But my dad more so. Mm-hmm. And, but I... Um, but, but at the same time, my dad's um, spiritual walk and faith journey, it was very um, influential on all of us uh, children mm-hmm. because he was just so faithful and he just wanted to be like Jesus, live and just kind of, you know, be like Jesus mm-hmm. always. Mm-hmm. So um, as I was getting older and becoming more mature in thinking and stuff like that those were very um impressive to me and so I never really rebelled so I I and then when I became like junior high high school it became more personal I started seeking you know because I would like yeah there were many times I just did not want to do family worship with him and you know we, we had you know family worship twice a day every day but um as as i sat there and and listened to him talking about his his discovery or his joy or he just just him sharing about his faith journey i remember thinking oh, i, I want to have that too mm-hmm. like he seems so full of joy um despite his his shortcomings i mean he was not a perfect man so um so it became more personal as i got older mm-hmm. But um, yeah, so I, 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 I consider myself very, very uh, fortunate to have had that good role model, very strong role model mm-hmm. in my dad. So in describing your father, you said both conservative and also wanting to be very much like Jesus. Mm-hmm. So w- did that come across to you guys in a kind of rigid sort of a way? It was rigid, but he was also very loving in that way. Uh, my dad stood out among other fathers, in, with among my friends mm-hmm. who are not not as expressive. Mm-hmm. My but my dad was very loving. I see. I but see. he was also, I mean, thinking back, back then a lot of our church, most of them were all rigid. So sure. I didn't know that it was rigid until sure. you know I got older. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that that's that was most of the church family life mm-hmm. was like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but he shared with you his. Um, own experiences mm-hmm. um, of God, mm-hmm. and did he welcome questions? Do you remember? Yeah, yeah. He 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 always always wanted to talk with us. Mm-hmm. Always w- asked, you know, how our days were, mm-hmm. and he always wanted to talk. So, and when I became like a teenager, I was like, I didn't want to talk. <laughs> he always asked, Do you like somebody? How's your teacher? You know, he always wanted to talk. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How about you, Nutty? Um, I was born into a Christian family Mm -hmm. from the beginning and my parents took me to church weekly and I learned that it was something that I need to be done. My parents influenced by faith. I see. Um, What was your your experience or feeling growing up in that kind of environment, did it feel conservative to you, like Chungi was saying? Were uh, they, like, was it was it mandatory that you go to church? There's no question. No question. Like very naturally, mm-hmm. everybody just went. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh-huh. 
and and um, but uh, it changed uh, during my high school year. Mm-hmm. I uh, involved a uh, church choir. Uh, it was uh, through praises. Uh, I was able to truly feel the, uh, God's blessing. I see. Mm-hmm. So you joined the choir mm-hmm. when you were in high school. Mm-hmm. I see. And do you feel like that was when it kind of became more personal to you, like Jenny yes. was saying? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. And uh, I was uh, able to learn and build my own faith as I sang the lyrics of a praise mm-hmm. song. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I cried mm-hmm. uh, with lyrics. Mm-hmm. 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 And did you stay um, singing in the choir through till, like high school, college? Yes, till before I came to United States. Oh, uh-huh. see, we got to get you in the praise band <laughs> <laughs> someday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know Chongyi. She's right. She's a good you guys singer. both like singing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. So, was was faith um, a very important? Um, aspect or element that you t- t- you thought about when you were looking for a spouse was that definitely uh huh okay that's my number one uh, uh lead one criteria uh huh uh-huh. uh-huh. mm-hmm. mm-hmm. um so how did you go about <laughs> finding your spouses how d- uh to me uh one of my coworker introduced uh. Uh, Danny mm-hmm. and was couple. Uh, Danny's coworker. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're a couple and they introduce each other. Uh, but uh, we have. Uh, um, I was a uh, Presbyterian and he's uh, in SDA. Mm-hmm. So I was uh, worried because I liked him a lot. Mm-hmm. And uh, but my. Uh, Grandmother, who knows uh, SDA well, she uh, uh, like explain, uh, like un- understand uh, to like sortuk uh, like mm. pros- persuade you, persuade yeah. uh, mm-hmm. to my uh, parents. Oh, I see. Uh, they're not uh, different than other uh, religious. Uh, they're same uh, Christians. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, my uh, grandmother helped me a lot. I see. Was there some resistance from your parents? Yeah, from the beginning. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And how about on Danny's side? Uh, there are two. I see. Uh-huh. 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 And you didn't run into any of that, Chongyi, because you come from Avenue stock. And mm. yeah. But both of you, um, faith aside, you married into the American culture, right? Because you both grew up in Korea. And when you decided to marry men who had grown up in the States, that was a big transition for you guys. What do you think were some uh, some of the biggest blessings and challenges of doing that, that transition? Challenging uh, to me, it's a uh, culture, little cultural difference, sure. even though he's uh, like uh, Korean-American. Mm-hmm. He grew up uh, like his most time of life. And I grew up uh, most of time in Korea. Sure. So I think because of that, uh, we fight a lot. (laughs) 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 But Uh, not anymore. Not anymore, but uh, from the... What kinds of things? Do you remember? Uh, 
at that uh like all Korean I mean all American guys help uh like a lot of chores in uh, <laughs> home. <laughs> Unlike Koreans, you thought that right? right? Uh-huh. But he's very Koreanized. <laughs> oh, so that's so that's not a uh-huh. <laughs> challenge from the American culture. <laughs> so I even I I did uh, trash out. Uh, that makes me uh, like very upset. sad. Uh, mm-hmm. Upset. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But how about what are some good things that came from Danny being more American than you? Oh, he speaks English very well. <laughs> <laughs> While you think about that, how about you, Jungi? Do you remember having any kind of, I don't know, obstacles or just? Mm, I don't think so. Because like uh, Nadi um, Ani said, even though he was he grew up in America most of his life. His parents are first-generation Koreans, mm-hmm. and in a way, their lifestyle and family dynamics and thinking are very, like, 60s, you know what I mean? Like, when they immigrated. So, you know, his favorite food is Korean. I mean, it, I, I didn't really... I mean, if I had married, like, a, a, a Caucasian guy, mm-hmm. maybe I would have faced more cultural... Um, you know, uh, differences, but I really didn't think, yeah, I faced anything huge challenge like that, that I can think of. That's interesting. You bring that up about, um, the older generation kind of being stuck in a time mm-hmm. warp mm-hmm. in a way. Mm-hmm. And did you ever feel like sometimes you're more Americanized? than they are? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. They're like, that's not a Korean way. <laughs> like, oh, when you, these days, <laughs> Young right. people are not like that, yeah. Kind of you know, frozen yeah. in time. I right. do. I do hear that. Um, so, how how does that translate into your relationship with God? Do you feel like when you're straddling the two languages and the two cultures, um, do you find that you relate to God better in one language over the other? To me, st- uh, still, uh, I think uh, Korean is more comfortable. Mm-hmm. But uh, if I uh, listen and read uh, in English, Mm -hmm. if I don't know, then I can back to Korean. So I can uh, like more uh, think twice Mm -hmm. and read twice. Uh, It helps me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But your personal prayers are in Korean. Yes. Uh And you prefer to like sing your hymns in Korean. Uh-huh. And is uh-huh. that true for you too, Changi? Mm-hmm. Like like the old hymns that like, you know, she, Nadi was saying that really moved her mm-hmm. to tears and and um affected her you know, faith journey a lot. I I have the same experience. So, for some reason, like when it comes to music, like old yes. hymns and spiritual songs, mm-hmm. I I love singing the, the the hymns that I grew up singing when I was younger. Mm-hmm. But then like um and listening to sermon, I mean, I love uh, like Francis Chan and and um, some of like um, some of the uh, English speaking pastors' sermons, mm-hmm. like on audio verse and stuff. But 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 if I listen to a Korean pastor mm-hmm. that I really like, it's just like it, it mm-hmm. gets you know oh. it's so much easier to understand. Uh-huh. And I I don't know it just 
kind of I see yeah but but it, for reading though it's really interesting I remember reading NIV um for, for for the first time and I was like because Korean Bible when it was translated it was years ago and right. so mm. the language and mm-hmm. the just it's very old mm-hmm. and I know they have more modernized uh, translations these days but I don't I don't have those Bibles I have well, I mean I can go on the internet and read um, but for me for some reason reading the Bible over the years I've gotten more comfortable with English with English so you prefer to read in English but when it comes to listening and speaking Korean is more of your heart language Mm -hmm. so are your prayers more in Korean it's mixed (laughs) that's cool but I always start with Korean oh Uh interesting and then Uh I'll switch back and forth so it's hard to do public prayer I always have to write it down oh you're good right yeah i'm really amazed that your your Mm -hmm. interpreting skills is just like Mm -hmm. very automatic Mm because you just inhabit both languages Mm -hmm. okay to expand on relating to god in both languages um how do you think that um you know your ability to to toggle between those languages um has affected your own relationship do you think having the ability to um, think about and read about and hear about God in both languages actually um, deepens your understanding of God or does it actually make it more confusing? Do you understand? I think it deepens it for me. Me too. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, well, that's, that's a good thing. And that, and since we've, all, we all have children, and um, and I, I think all of us probably communicate with our parents in Korean, and then we communicate with our children in English, right? So do you find that when you're talking about spiritual matters or um, expressing your own faith, is it easier to do one over the other? So in, an, in other words, is it easier for you to talk to your parents about spiritual matters or is it easier for you to talk to your kids about spiritual matters? Oh, I think easier to uh, talk about, I mean, talk to my children. Your children? Uh-huh. In English? No, no, in Korean. Um, oh, I see. Uh, oh, because you have children that actually can understand mm. you, unlike mm-hmm. <laughs> the two of us. Yeah, me too, yeah. <laughs> well, that's a blessing for your children mm-hmm. too, actually. But then when they have that conversation with you, they'll ask you questions in English, right? Right. That's why uh, even though I'm not good at uh, like listening and reading, speaking English, uh-huh. I need to learn more. Uh, that's one of my uh, challenges to mm. be in uh, English ministry. Oh, I see. Uh-huh. I see. H- how about you, Jungi? It's It's easier in Korean, I realized. Um, I... Since this quarantine time, um, I started um, Bible study with my dad. It was at first my dad and myself. We did it twice, and then I I said, okay, my sister to do it too. Mm-hmm. So three of us, we did it twice, and then I invited uh, we invited our cousin. So now, yeah, so four of us, um, and um, <laughs> it's just so much easier when he's explaining mm. and we're just discussing, mm. just doing it in Korean. I haven't done it in a long time, mm. you know, 
So I, I am, I'm in, enjoying it so much. And then so a couple of times when I was, he, you know, Ken was at work and I, I was alone with the kids. And w- when we were doing worship, I, I tried to share and, um, you know, share the same thing that I, I had learned mm-hmm. from, from that Bible study. Just a little bit mm-hmm. not the same, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Does that translate over to your relationship with other people too, like with your friends? Do, does, I guess the question is, do you feel closer to friends with whom you can speak Korean about spiritual matters? Yes, friends, definitely. With Korean is way better mm-hmm. to me. Mm-hmm. It it kind of it it's it's different for me because when when I was in LA for many years, I had the choice. I mean, I was attending a Korean church, and most of my people were you know my friends were Korean. Some of them were Korean speaking, um, but when I lived in Salem for almost ten years, right, right. I was working with mm. non-Korean people and going to church with non-Korean people. So I had developed some some friendship there for the first time ever since I came to America. You know, mm-hmm. with non-Korean people mm-hmm. that I really appreciated, and so, um, yeah. So I, I realized that there, yeah. It, it transcends language. I mean, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. But but you're right. When you talk about spiritual matters and you have that bond spiritually, it really um, connects people. Mm-hmm. Right. And you have that intimacy and connection with people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just a real special thing. It can't happen. You can't really explain it. It's just mm-hmm. kind of been very intangible. Mm-hmm. So um, so I guess that's a good thing that at Rock we have like Korean services. And I mean, are you close to any of the Korean speaking members at our church? Some, I have, yeah, mm-hmm. I have some. Uh-huh. Oh, that's great for mm-hmm. you guys. And do you sometimes sit in on the Korean sermons too? Yes, I I did uh, several from time times. to time. Mm-hmm. Oh. And if our church didn't have that, would you miss it? Do you think? Yeah, definitely. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh. Well, that's a really, that's a huge blessing for you guys Mm -hmm. that you have that kind of extra advantage. Um, So outside of written or spoken word, I was wondering how you experience God and communicate with God. Um, So, you know, a common thing that people might say is like you mentioned music already, Mm -hmm. that you feel a deep connection with God um, through music. And I would imagine for both of you, I think nature is um, a big part of it. Do you have other avenues? Do you feel like you experience God in in ways beyond language? (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to speak for you. I think when you give... When she's, I mean, she's an amazing cook, mm-hmm. but she's also very dedicated in share, you know, like in making food. And she, she kind of, you know, she, she shares love by with her food. So I think that's like, and I would say the same ministry. for you, actually, both. Of you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so the my follow up question was, if you have creative hobbies, and I know both of you guys are real dedicated and talented cooks. Do you have other? Do you? Do you? I don't know. Do you draw or? So, <laughs> I love gardening. That's true. That's <laughs> and true. I love singing. Mm. Like she said, I I love singing. Like 
in a choir. So I, I was part of a choir until this quarantine. Mm. <laughs> mm. There is something special about making music together with mm-hmm. somebody else, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. It's Especially fun. choir. Mm. Harmony. Mm-hmm. 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 Mm. Um, so this time of quarantine, where, yes, we have children in the house and well, not you, but we have husbands in the house too, is we're definitely um, able to find more time for solitude, right? Right. And a lot more silence if we choose it. Mm -hmm. Do you find that it's been helpful to your connection to God? Yes, uh uh-huh, to me. Mm -hmm. Uh, I started reading Bible, on your own, because uh-huh. mm-hmm. I I had a lot of uh, excuse not to read a uh, Bible, mm-hmm. but um, nowadays uh, I think I I heard a sermon from uh, Pastor Chris. Mm-hmm. I need to be more desperate. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's why uh, I'm um, regularly reading mm-hmm. Bible mm-hmm. every day, mm-hmm. and I have uh, trying to pray more mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. How about you, Jungin? I think it's great that you started Bible studies with your dad. Mm-hmm. So something more intentional is definitely, um, like Nadi said, the, the having more time and not working has um, helped me. And, and doing that Bible study with mm-hmm. my dad mm-hmm. helped me... Um, realize I need to be more intentional instead of just reading like a short daily devotional. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. That's so obviously you're doing that in Korean. Are you reading in Korean as well? Yes. I see. Mm-hmm. But certain word I'll, uh, I would like to learn mm-hmm. in English. Then I open English Bible mm-hmm. and uh, write it down some word mm-hmm. that I need to Mm-hmm. learn mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's kind of like commentary right mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, I'm just I'm thinking what a great resource that is to have your dad be the leader mm-hmm. of the study mm-hmm. like that maybe you should join her study yeah zoom we use zoom oh okay yeah. I would think with the time difference and all of that mm-hmm. that's text you do you have thoughts on how you might like your life to be different after this is over? Is this making you reflect on... You cer- mean the corona path? crisis? Oh, yeah, after the quarantine, after we have freedom to go back to what we want to do. Uh, I think... Uh, I'm, um, I'm gonna uh, get rid of. Uh, I mean, I I will uh, uh, like uh, op- be less greedy. Uh huh. About mm. about uh, like food, about oh. shopping, <laughs> <laughs> material things. Uh huh. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Oh, like more. Uh, I would like to uh, be more simple. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Mm. I've heard quite a few people say they're cleaning a lot. They're getting rid of a lot of things. But like a lot of places are not taking donations, so they just can't get rid of it mm-hmm. just yet. It's mm-hmm. just in the garage. Mm-hmm. 
but yeah, just kind of going through. We have a we do have a lot mm. of possessions, don't we? Mm. And uh, kind of wonder, yeah. How about mm. you? Do you have certain thoughts? Um. Yeah, simplifying my life and focusing on what's really essential and important. Um, but uh, you, you know, having married to Ken, who loves traveling all the time, mm-hmm. and that like in contrast, I am I am more of a homebody. Mm-hmm. And then as I got older, I I don't like international travel as much because I just I'm, I can't sleep very well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so um, even this summer, we were going to have Ken and kids travel first, maybe like a. 10 days or something and then I was going to join them uh, with like my sister and brother and then you know but I realized <laughs> now that we can't travel mm. like I want to go here oh. I go uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> until something is taken away from you you right. don't realize mm, yeah. right mm. do you think that you will um, try to continue those studies with your dad even when oh, life yeah. goes back to yeah, I would like to the, mm-hmm. the busyness. Mm-hmm. So we'll take a little break here to hear a word from our sponsor of the day. Hey everybody, today's sponsor for Rock Talks is Friday Night Live with Chris and John. For those of you that may not know, Friday Night Live is our weekly live streamed Vesper service that we do every week on Friday nights from our church. And it's just a way for us to open up the Sabbath together with a couple of songs. It's a little bit more casual. We have a short message and an interactive intercessory prayer. If you're interested in watching and joining us for Friday Night Live with Chris and John, you can go to our Facebook homepage. That's our homepage, not our group page. It is our homepage and you can join us there. It's every Friday evening at 7 o'clock p.m. We do it at the church, but you can watch and join us from the comfort of your home. So if you are interested in joining us, make sure you log on. Watch us on Facebook next Friday at 7 o'clock for Friday Night Live with Chris and John. Okay, now we're on to the rapid fire section of our interview. Uh, So each question just give us a short answer um, whatever comes to mind and we'll just take turns favorite season summer spring (laughs) favorite subject in school math history least favorite chore around the house laundry uh yes laundry (laughs) (laughs) bread rice or noodles noodles rice Okay. Day at the museum or night at the symphony? Both. That, that sounds like a perfect day. Mm-hmm. You could only have one. Okay. Symphony. Uh, museum. Okay. Would you volunteer at a nursing home, a nursery school, or a nursery? Nursery. Nursery. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Your go-to binge, whatever it may be. Podcasts like crime, uh, what is it? Crime investigative crime oh, really? podcast. Oh, uh, K drama. K dramas. Uh huh. Do you have a favorite one? Oh, uh, recently I uh, crash landing. <laughs> crash landing on you. <laughs> Seems like everyone's watching uh-huh. that yeah. one. Uh-huh. Okay, your favorite quality in another human being. Kindness. 
What do you like the most in another human? What quality? Respect. Respect? Okay. How about one character of God that is most meaningful to you? Faithfulness. Endless love. That's beautiful. Mm. That's it, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, ladies, for another great episode. And Naryong for hosting today's Rock Talk episode. Thank you for all of you who are listening with us today. If you have an idea of an upcoming episode, if you'd like somebody interviewed, or if you have a topic that you'd love discussed, please let us know. We'd be happy to accommodate your requests. We hope that you have an awesome day, and we look forward to seeing you next time. Take care. Bye.